Hi, you're listening to Friarside Chats, and I'm your host, Emma Miller. Here today with new soccer fan. Ole, 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 <laughs> oh ole, ole. Huh? That was really good. Did you like that? That was really, really Join good. with me. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> oh, you really embrace the spirit. Oh, I'm telling I'm, I, I have World Cup fever. <laughs> Yes, good to have Father Mike here, as always, as, uh, yeah, just alive with World Cup fever. Yes, I can't, I, I can't contain myself. I'm just, <laughs> just, I'm living on the pitch. But, oh, nice, like nice that? job, yes. Yeah. I mean, I just think that's so haughty in, in the U.S., where what? we are now claiming these, you know, European words that... We well, ne- if the rest of the world calls it football, calls it a pitch, like... I don't know. All right. We're getting with the program. I don't know. It's just a little, (laughs) to me, a little much. Um, Yeah, but you weren't really a soccer fan. I'm not. I mean, well, you know, I I played soccer as a kid, but, you know, probably till I was maybe 12 or something like that. In the days when uh, there were fullbacks, I was a fullback. But you don't don't even see it again. It's not a term (laughs) that's used, you know. It's not FIFA yeah. sanctioned. Uh, FIFA well, it wasn't sanctioned popular term. when you were growing that, that super popular when you were growing up. You know, in my area, it kind of was. Because you I don't you know lived, why. Well, but... I think in, like, poor areas, mm-hmm. like, all you need is a ball. A ball, and you yeah, can you're right. use backpacks for sure, goalposts or sure. whatever. No, I mean, it was big in my high school. Really oh, okay. big, yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, we had a lot of... Um, and I think, too, I, there's a big immigrant population, so mm. I think that helped a lot mm-hmm. as well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 but in general, I am not a huge I know, you're, fan. you're baseball and Baseball and football. And football and, well, and, and, and NCAA basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have watched some I of this I have. World you know, Cup. it's interesting that... Um, it, it's like the NHL. Like I like hockey, but I'm I don't follow hockey. Yeah. I go to a few hockey games a year, yeah. but uh, to me, there's nothing more exciting than the NHL, the Stanley, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Especially you know, like a game seven mm-hmm. is so exciting. You know, were I mean? you pumped for the Capitals? Oh, you know, actually, Baltimoreans despise everything <laughs> Washington. But I would you have say an inferiority complex. Well, I, I, yeah, probably. Um, but I, I think the um, I would say I did follow the Capitals a little bit more. I, you know, I think Ovechkin is a phenom, and so I'm kind of excited, you know, about them. But um, yeah, in general, as it relates to soccer, I don't, you know, I only follow. Yeah. When it's like this major world Right, event. exactly. And I have to admit, once the, you know, I knew the U.S. was not going to be in it. Like, if the U.S. was going to be in it, I probably would have mm-hmm. watched a little bit more. But mm-hmm. I didn't start watching until the, you know, the field of 16. Yeah. You know, and that then I, you know, started to pay attention a little bit. Yeah. But the round robin stuff, you could care less. I could care less. And it's, you know, <laughs> anything that ends in a tie, got... I just can't. Oh. I can't. You can't get behind I that? I can't get behind it. <laughs> You need to have a winner. I I just think, you know, a game that can end in a 0-0 tie doesn't deserve to be elevated to, uh, 
it's championship. It's the world's I most popular care. sport. That's great. That's great. I, I have some rule changes I'd like to recommend. <laughs> oh, jeez. After your one World Cup. I don't know. No, I mean, I, I've you been contemplating this for a while. And... Ah, okay, okay. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. Right. But, um, okay, so that's something you don't like. You obviously have some things for improvement. Well, is there anything that strikes you as unique around, like, this World Cup kind of worldwide fever or anything about the sport of soccer that well, is I, pretty cool. I, I mean, I think um, that they're phenomenal athletes. The coordination that it takes to maneuver with a soccer ball at your feet, the balance <laughs> and the, the is just watching these guys do that mm-hmm. is phenomenal to me. Yeah. And the the goalkeepers are in my mind the the reaction time yeah. is just really phenomenal. So those are two things that just jump out at me. I I think the craziness of the fans is, you know, it's interesting to me the the whole scarf thing. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 like yeah, that's, yeah. That's like a that's thing. an interesting accoutrement. <laughs> you know, scarves. Yeah, you know, like okay, more than baseball hats. Yeah, or, you know, something. Whatever. Yeah, scarves. So. That's so funny. Yeah. Did you see uh, our intern Mike's uh, Croatian scarf? He was he's, oh, he's of Croatian well, descent. I knew he was Croatian. I didn't know he had a scarf. He That's did. I think legit. he got it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> in anticipation of today. So. You know, I really do have to admit. Um, so as we're recording this to our listeners, it's the day before. No, no, it's the, the day, day of, of. Yes, yes, yes. This is coming out tomorrow. Semi. But yes, today England and Croatia play. Right. I have to admit, I'm pulling for England. Are you now? Yes. I think so. I like Mr. Kane. I think he's pretty yeah, good. He seems. Um, yeah, it's an interesting, uh, interesting dynamic. I, 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 I don't know necessarily who to pull for. But yeah, when there's no U.S. and right. you don't have like, and you don't know many of the players. Correct. So. Yeah. So I'll root for England. If you if you want me to, I'll. If you think my prayer for uh, rooting will, I think Mike's feelings might get hurt. So you. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'll I'll jump on Cro- the Croatian bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. For you Mike. back him with Croatia. The mics okay. stick together. And All right, I'll go be Croatia. For England. Woo-hoo! <laughs> oh, they are a little bit of like an underdogish kind of team coming in. So. Underdogish. Uh, under... well, I don't know. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Right. Maybe. <laughs> um. So I know we talked a little bit about you. You watched um, very intensely the uh, Brazil and um, what was it? Brazil, France? No, Brazil, Brazil, Mexico. Oh, Brazil, Mexico. Okay, 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 okay. Right. You've been basically following Brazil. Well, don't you think? I mean, I will admit they've got beautiful, like beautiful foot skills. Mm Mm-hmm. But, but I can't stand the diving. You don't. You don't like. I mean, it. a lot. Let's be honest. Lots of teams dive, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But no one takes the cake like Neymar. Neymar the flopper. I really want to do. Um, I don't know if our listeners out there have seen the Neymar challenge. Um, basically, like you're taking a video and someone shouts Neymar at some point and while people just, are doing random things, and you just you fall to the ground, and... grabbing any body part you choose, <laughs> and roll around screaming, <laughs> and it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! That's pretty cool. Yeah, I saw the one where it was a a, a team of uh, um, like little youth kids. little kids. Oh, it's so funny! You know, they're dribbling all they're down all the dribbling field. down the field, and the coach yells Neymar, and they all drop, <laughs> flop to the ground, screaming. And, yeah, that's great. <laughs> so good. Okay, well, now that we're to this point, I will admit that that's one of my least favorite parts of watching soccer. It just like 
I don't, I mean, okay, I didn't play in college, but I did play very competitively all growing up. Most of my club teammates ended up playing in college. And that was, maybe it's different for women, but that was like never something that you do. I don't, I don't understand it. Well, I, I have the sense that some of it is um, the opposite works against most players. In other words, if I'm, you know, tripped or checked and I keep running, the chances of the official, you know, blowing a whistle decreases. So I, you know, I've just lost control of the ball. I want, you know, I I want it back. So you're almost forced to fall. And if you're going to fall, might as well make it look good. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't stand it. That is like a one rule change. My dad's said this for a long time, but like, what if there was like a penalty box like there's in hockey? If you get caught, like taking a dive, like where it was ridiculous, you're hamming it up or you were not actually touched like that. You have to sit out and your team has to play a man down for X number of minutes. I wouldn't do that. I would just say anyone that requires uh, medical staff to come out and uh, take a look at you have to go off the off the field. They do. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. They for like a little bit, and then they just get they come right back on as soon as you know a referee sends them back on. Yeah, but it's it's not working. It's not working. Anyway, um, that's that's my one rule change. (laughs) You ready for my world? Yes. Rule change. Yes. I would say at the end of a tie game. Yes. I would not do penalty kicks. Well, there's first overtime. I understand that, but what I would do is I would do a 10-minute overtime period yeah. with no offsides. <laughs> right? No offsides. Uh, that's just too then, much changing the rules. Then, no, it's not. It's one, it's, it's, it's one rule change. <laughs> it's one rule change. At okay, least okay. you're still playing the game as it may. Think about it. What penalty kicks is the goalkeeper guessing. Yes. Uh, that's uh, if I guess wrong. And there have still been some beautiful saves. I know, but I'm just saying it's just so uh, it's like flipping a coin. Mm. You might as well flip a coin. First of all, what do the fans want to see? <laughs> they want to see scoring. Yes. They want to see a goal scored, which happens in penalty kicks. Not the same way as it does, <laughs> you know. So take out, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Take out all sides. The other I would do after 10 minutes, in the second 10 minutes, Every minute, I would pull a player from each team, from each team off the field. So it gets less until you, yeah, <laughs> with no offsides. I think you should write to FIFA. I am, or as Father Brad says, FIFA. FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, gosh! But, but what does this have to do with Jesus? Right, That's the right. bigger question. Bringing it back. What I think is really cool is, I mean, this is such a worldwide phenomenon. Everyone pays attention to the World Cup. Sure. The Catholic faith is worldwide. And I guess, like, spiritual kind of holidays, we've got, like, Easter and stuff. But I it, I don't know. There's nothing with the same fervor. Is it really sad that we don't see the same, like... Yeah, you know, I think there's a difference between interest and fervor. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that uh, for the teams that have... Whose fans are, you know... For the fans whose teams are still in it, yeah, there's there's fervor. Yeah. Whereas for the rest of the world, there's interest. Mm-hmm. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I th- I think the same is true um, for us in our 
journey with Jesus is that, you know, is there fervor or is there interest? Mm. And I, I wonder if it's realistic to expect that we can keep the fervor of sort of World Cup fever pitch for yeah. m- for my team that's still in it if I'm French, yeah. right? Uh, the same way that I keep a, a certain fervor for Jesus. I, I don't think that in the daily run of stuff, I know for myself, I, I, I'm not saying that every day I don't have a fervent love of Jesus, but yeah. I'm not necessarily chanting various Jesus chants yeah. throughout the <laughs> throughout the course of the now I am praying out loud and yeah. I'm you know so I I am doing that but um and I do wear a garb that <laughs> represents my team. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I I think um all it's to me what it really says is that we we have a desire to be excited together about something. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. What draws us together and allows us to be united in celebration? Yeah. Think about that. I mean, so to me, what this sort of dynamic tells us is that innate in the human person is this desire. Mm-hmm. So how can we... To be connected, to celebrate something together. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. That... You know, doesn't matter, you know, what job you do, doesn't matter uh, what color you are, doesn't matter um, any other of the distinctions of life. If I'm rooting for England today, (laughs) anyone else who's wearing England's colors is with me. Yeah. And is united to me. Yeah. And do we think about that? Right. And so to me, that Mm -hmm. that's in our DNA Mm -hmm. and sport brings that out. Mm hmm. But what what we're trying to do is to understand what's its deeper Mm -hmm. root and why. Is it just for sport? I think not. Yeah. Yeah, there's something deeper going on there, and it's Mm -hmm. just, hmm. And I I really liked um, when you mentioned, you know, that you you wear your habit as, like, you know, symbol of your team, so to speak. That's right, these are my colors. (laughs) Um, Just, yeah, when, like, when I'm... I was in D.C. Uh, last weekend, and anytime I saw someone with, like, a, well, I saw someone with a Duke football T-shirt in D.C. Oh, I was, really? like, very impressed. You know, usually it's, like, Duke basketball right, or just right. general Duke. Sure. But, um, I, it honestly, like, I notice it, and I, like, perk up at it. Right. Um, and I don't think... Sometimes it's the same when I see someone wearing, like, a crucifix in a place I, like, don't anticipate. Or, like, my little cousin who's going to college next year, we, we I don't know, we were swimming, and I noticed he had, like, a cross on. And he's, like, the only one of my cousins who had any outward visible sign. Right. Um, and it was really cool, and I just didn't know that it was actually that important to him. So I stopped, and we talked about it, and he talked about how he, like, tries to wear it, but subtly, and if anyone asks him about it, that's his, like, entry point, but it's not, like, something in your face. And I don't know. It was really cool, and I wouldn't have had that type of conversation with him unless he'd no, you're right. had that outward sign and of being it, on the same team, so to you speak. You can imagine if you were in um, St. Petersburg, and mm-hmm. you're, a, you know, a, a fan of France, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you're walking around and you see someone else who's wearing 
you know, France's oh, national yeah. team colors, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you say in French, but, you know, you say something like, hey, you know, you, you reach out to them. And, and so there's a, that similar uh, desire to be yeah. connected. So I think, you know, to your point, I, I, I think sport allows us to celebrate those connections mm-hmm. um, and t- for us to see that we do deeply desire yeah. uh, and outward signs help us to to notice those who are sort of yeah. one with us in faith yeah and you know sometimes I think we think about like well I don't want to be like in your face about mm-hmm. my faith or mm-hmm. I don't want to like make anyone uncomfortable by wearing anything that you know might turn other people off we don't think that about our schools or our teams or whatever even though there are people who you know really don't like Duke or right. you know really don't like Man U or whatever so well I, I, I don't know I, I don't know if I'd agree with that because I, I think there's degrees you know you go to Cameron yeah. and maybe I walk in with a a polo shirt that, that says Duke basketball, right? <laughs> right, that's, right, right, right. That's right. white with a blue imprint, and you've got your face painted. You right. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, so you might not go into a Jewish temple with a, you know, I don't know, your habit on or your a giant crucifix in your hand or something, but like on a daily basis, I think some of us are afraid to wear a symbol of our faith outside. I agree. All I'm saying is that I do think that um, that there are degrees yeah. of witness, yeah. and some people feel more comfortable being more overt mm. in their witness than others do. As you see, yeah. you know, in the craziness of fans, you know, mm-hmm. fans that are wearing bizarre <laughs> headgear. That's, you that's know? true. That's true. That's very true. Which you know. I'm always the person seated behind the person with, with the headgear, and, and then you can't, can't see. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Well, it'll be exciting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. All right. Yeah, now, here's work the, today, but oh yeah, don't think that you know you're gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna be able to watch the watch game. Watch the game. We have work to do. <laughs> no, obviously, we can uh, stay dialed into what's going on, but I, I think the. Um, the bigger sort of question is whether or not in the next World Cup mm. the uh, the U.S. will be able to make a... They know, better, that's all a, I have to say. appearance. They need to take a fresh look at their youth development programs. Is that, and... what, is that what needs to happen? Yes. But... And that's a that's a topic full of, for a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't think that's going to make the cut. I don't think we're going to have a podcast on. But the... yes, hopefully the U.S. will get their stuff together and okay. uh, yeah, yeah, be there for the next one. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for um, joining us for another awesome episode of Fireside Chats, and thank you, Father Mike, for bringing your wonderful witness of the beautiful game. Yes. To, um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to give you some good uh, documentaries and movies that you should watch. Oh, about can't soccer. wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free, you guys, to email us anytime with your thoughts, any questions you might have, or suggestions for future episodes. We'd love to hear from you. You can email me at erm13 at duke.edu. For more information about the ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit us at catholic.duke.edu. Fireside Chats is supported by many generous donors, students, parents, alumni, friends, and soccer fans just like (laughs) you.
to hear more, uh, you can, or to learn more, <laughs> maybe I should put my glasses on to read this, <laughs> to learn how you can support Friarside Chats or any other ministry of the Duke Catholic Center, visit catholic.duke.edu backslash support. Thanks, Father Mike. Ole, 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 ole. <laughs> Wonderful. See you guys next time on Friarside Chats. I just hit the microphone. <laughs> Careful. That... You know, for our listeners out there, one fun tip is I'm always cautioning Father Mike against his rustling and I his make, habit. I he make just noise. Makes I'm sorry. So... Is that annoying? Yes, please give some examples. Oh, my gosh. Can I pick that up? Um, yeah, now he's moved on to bumping the microphone. I'm sorry. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that out. Anyway. Anyway.